Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode. We're going to chat today about how to build a proper, strong foundation in business for lasting success, and also some things to consider if one day you want to sell your business for top dollar. I've heard of some pretty cool stories uh, recently. Of course, you guys know uh, Corey Ballard. We had him on the program. Uh, He sold his business, perfect cut for quite a bit of money. Um, We've had other folks on the program that have been offered seven figures for their business. And uh, there's definitely a clear path, whether you sell your business for maybe seven digits, maybe eight digits, Uh, there is a path to scale a lawn care business and where larger companies will purchase that business one day. But the cleaner the books, the better the foundation, the higher uh, you, you know, you'll be able to sell that business for one day. So we're gonna talk about those proper foundations and some things to consider uh, so that you can put yourself in the best possible position now to, to get things running efficiently and profitably and long term. Uh, if you want to put yourself in the best position to sell your business for top dollar. So that's going to be today's fun conversation. Now, I want to let you guys know, thanks to our friends over there at Audible, the uh, audiobook is now available. It's uh, narrated by Mr. Producer. 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. And so we're actually going to have Mr. Producer share a little sample of that uh, today as he is the narrator. And uh, I think you guys will find some value and uh, hopefully enjoy the smooth operator, Mr. Producer. Excellent job narrating the audio book. Shout outs to today's episode sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use for my business so I can spend less time on admin tasks and more time focusing on growing my business. Fullerton did an excellent uh, podcast uh, a few months ago now about how we don't want to be wasting our time on things like admin tasks and and other things um, that just consume our time. We want to be spending our time on growing our business. And um, Jobbers definitely uh, helped me by implementing a customer relationship manager, uh, management. And uh, that way, when I can create a quote to the moment I get paid, Jobber takes care of all the the tedious admin tasks um, that I used to manually do to run my business. And now uh, I let their seamless process take care of sending off the quote to the customer, the customer paying me and communication with the customer. Um, so with Jobber, you can get more work done online uh, with your booking and quoting. And they have many other features um, such as scheduling, uh, the GPS routing, and uh, just overall, you can really organize your business. Uh, I would recommend trying Jobber. You can do so at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, guys, I was uh, blessed. I was doing a coaching call with a young man. Um, I think it was last week and I thought he was being sarcastic because uh, I was asking him about how he does his billing and, and invoicing and things of that nature. And he just fired off. He's like, well, I got jobber. And I got my customer's cards on file and they prepay on the first of the month. 
And uh, I thought he was joking. I thought he was being sarcastic. I was like, ah, ha, ha, you know? And uh, he looked serious. Though. I was like, wait a minute. You, you, he's in year two of his business. I was like, are you being serious? And he's like, yeah. I said, well, what, what percentage of your customers um, pay you at the beginning of the month? Meaning you, let's say it's March and, and you know, you're going to go the first week of March, second, third, fourth week of March, maybe that fifth week, uh, March got 31 days. And you're telling me you get paid on March 1st for the work you do, but you haven't even done it yet that you're going to do. And he said, absolutely. A hundred percent. And uh, he was being honest. So I was like, man, that's so cool. And, and uh, he's like, yeah, years ago, I uh, t- you know, had another job and I was working in an insurance field, typed into the podcast search bar lawn care. Our podcast was one of the ones he started listening to. And he heard me teaching, get a CRM, get Jobber, get your customer's cards on file, have them pay you at the beginning of the month, even though you haven't done the work all month, but you, it's a prepay system. And he just started that way right out of the gate. And here he is in year two and uh, he has cash flow flowing in at the beginning of the month. So it was really a, a cool moment for me because I know I share so many tips on this podcast that I didn't read them in some textbook or, you know, some of them I actually got in the classroom. Um, the University of Georgia has some excellent programs, but I learned this stuff the hard way. I learned this stuff year six, year seven, year eight, figuring this stuff out. And I lost an outrageous amount of money in, you know, stress, you know, unnecessary stress along the way. So to hear you guys' stories of uh, building a business with the proper foundation right out of the gate is super encouraging. And so that's what I want to talk about today. We're actually going to give a sample because a lot of um, coming right out of the gate in the book, chapter one, I discussed these things. But I think what's a really important mindset when starting a business is to ask, well, what is the end goal? What is the ultimate goal of why you're building this business? And for some, it's you're creating a job you just enjoy. Paul Kamara, for example, up in Mass, I think he's in Rhode Island, excuse me. He is passionate about making outdoor spaces look immaculate. I mean, it is, if he had another job, he would be like, man, I wish I could be out working in the yard. Like it's, it's just his wheelhouse. So he wants to, he wants to be out there in the field doing the work that's passionate for him. And he's built a business that, that pays him well. For other folk, the, their goal, their end goal is they don't want to be out in the field. They don't want to be out doing the services. They want to sell this business one day. And some folks have a number. I want to sell it for 1 million. I want to sell it for 1.5 million. I want to sell it for 2 million. And then at that point, it's reverse engineering and actually talking to a business broker locally in your area and saying, okay, listen, I want to sell my lawn care business for $1 million. I, I want to check for $1 million. What do I have to do? And in your, in your city, I know Atlanta is a big city, so we have you know, multiple solid business brokers around town, but just do your research and you can ask them these questions and they'll tell you, well, here's what revenue you want to be doing. Here's approximate profit margin. That's going to put you in good position. Here's the, you know, um, cleanliness of, of keeping your books in order. And, and they'll give you an actual outline of if you're in this ballpark, I can get you a million bucks or maybe, you know, you want to do more. Uh, but having that end goal, understanding, okay, if I'm going to sell my business for a million dollars one day, or I'm going to sell it for 2 million or more, want to know what I need to have along the way. And so my suggestion, and as I coach folks, I try to get this mentality in from day one, let's build this thing to one day sell it. 
And I had one guy, you know, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to give it to my son. And I was like thinking, well, what, you know, what if, what if your son, you know, doesn't even like being outdoors, what, you know? And I was like, well, how, how old is your son? And he kind of looks at me. He's like, well, he's not born yet. I want to have a son. Like, oh my gosh. You're building your, your plan is. And I was, I was delicate because the guy was being serious, but I was like, your plan is you're building this business to give it to your son. That's not even born yet. Like how, I mean, some people don't even like going outside. Like I, I have, um, some people in my family are, uh, really light skinned with freckles, um, on my dad's side, like kind of my dad and my, his brother, you know, they get freckles and, and, and they just don't like going out in the sun for too long. You know what I mean? Like I'd love, I could go lay out on the beach for five hours and I, I would, I would love it. You know, my dad's sitting under the umbrella, you know, he's got uh, too much sunscreen on where it's not even, it's like, uh, not even, uh, rubbed in, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, but anyway. I, I was delicate with this fellow, but I was like, Hey, let's, let's build a plan to sell your business one day. And then if you do have, have a son, you know, that'd be great. And if he does want to take over the business, then he could take over the business, but it's still ready and available. If he were to sell it one day when you're gone. And, um, anyway, I say all that to say, I think it's important to really think let's build this thing so that we can sell it for top dollar one day, whether you're going to sell it or maybe you are going to, you know, gift your business to your children. Maybe one day they're going to want to sell it. And so having uh, from the name, and we've mentioned that a lot on this program, naming your company, you know, um, Jim's Lawn Care. Well, when Jim sells the business and, and now uh, George owns the business, they're like, hey, well, where's Jim? Well, if, if, but if you name your business Castleberry, that's a city or, you know, area of town around here, Castleberry lawn and landscape. Well, then when you go to sell Castleberry lawn and landscape, it can be a plug and play for the new company and, and it, it creates more values. That's just one little example of, of building it to sell, even, even in naming the, pro, um, the business. But then along the way, very first step, uh, we had someone ask me this on Instagram the other day is you want to go get your licensing. And so it's going to be different whether you're in New Zealand or Australia or here, here, even here in the United States, California is a little bit different than, than Georgia, than Florida is to New York. It's a, it's all a little bit different, but find out in your local region, if you want the sole proprietorship, if you want a LLC, and it, it's as simple as you go down um, to the proper office, you fill out the paperwork and your business is, it, it, you know, uh, legally in, in business with the County, the state, they're going to give you paperwork you take that paperwork to your credit union or to your um, local bank there, uh, where whatever. Um, I know some people argue credit unions are better than than local banks, and local banks are, and regional banks are better than the big banks. And wherever you're going to do your banking, you're going to need that. You're going to need that document from the, the 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 governing officials locally that say, "Hey, here's the name of the business, here's the type of the business," and, and then you're going to take that into the bank and or credit union. You're going to open up that account. And now all revenue that goes into the business, all expenses that come out of the business come through that account. If you can have from day one, clean books, I mean, day one, clean books, all business goes through the business checking account and expenses come out of the business checking account. You can pay yourself, you know, a salary out of that account. Well, then when you go to sell this thing one day, you can say, Hey, I have, I have clean books from day one. And then if you have jobber, for example, I have clean records of all the work we've ever done for all of our customers. And, and they can, when someone goes to buy a lawn or landscape business, 
they're buying information. They're buying who your customers are. And if you have that work history of what they paid and on what dates and what services, all that stuff is important in selling your business. So uh, it's important to get things in order right out of the gate. And as I've been, I've really actually um, been enjoying coaching uh, some of these guys are um, in year one or two of their business. And it's less like, oh man, this is so uh, redemptive for me because I was so sloppy and unorganized my first couple of years. But to see you guys getting everything in order and what I've been noticing as I've been coaching folks in year one and two, their eyes are like deer in headlights. Like, man, it costs a lot more than I realized to run a business. And yes, it does. And, and, and we'll get to this in a minute in chapter one as Mr. Producer reads this. Uh, I believe it was uh, Tuesday's episode. I had Andy Mulder on the program. He was talking about overhead cost recovery, that we have to recover all of this overhead, your storage unit, your vehicle, commercial insurance, you're going and getting your business license and all of these uh, expenses. It, it, you could have right out of the gate, 20 or 25 line items of expenses to run your business. It, it could easily get two, three grand a month, just if you're solo, just if you're brand new of, of, of just all of the overhead to run the business. That's not talking job materials and all that. Um, and so, yeah, guys are realizing, man, if I'm going to run this thing legit, it, it costs a lot. And that's why we talk about raising our prices and, and going out and quoting jobs at, at, at the proper price. Because when you get the foundation proper and, and the proper pieces in place, then you're going to quickly realize, wow, I, I really have to charge quite a bit to recover all of this overhead, to pay for all the other expenses of the business, like job materials, uh, the biggest you know, expense as you grow is labor and, and to pay your own salary, to pay your quarterly taxes and all of this stuff costs money. And so the point is get the foundation in place, nice, firm, strong, do things the right way, right out of the gate, because you're not just thinking about putting food on the table next week, but you're thinking about three years from now, or maybe it's 13 years from now when you're in the attorney's office and you got a deal on the table for $2 million to, to purchase your business or, or whatever, you know, it, it, however you build this thing, it could be a lot more than that. Corey Ballard didn't share the exact amount, but I can tell you he got more than $2 million for his business, a lot more than $2 million. And so it is, it is possible. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a moment and uh, thank today's show sponsors, hear from them. And coming up, we're going to hear chapter one, where I talk about these um, foundations and, and knowing your numbers in your business. And it's going to be narrated by Mr. Producer. So we'll have uh, chapter one of 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, where I dive deeper into this topic. And we'll, we'll have uh, Mr. Producer do the narrating coming right up. It's Brittany here with the Hardscape Academy. If you're serious about keeping good qualified people around, then you have to train them. You can say, well, what if they leave? I've trained them and I've spent all this time and resources on it. But what if they stay and you haven't taken that time to train them and they're not able to grow within your company and run their own jobs? That falls on you. So check out the hardscapeacademy.com to train yourself and your crews. This month, we're going to be launching our crewman paver training video. This video is for your employees. It is the how to hardscaping and not so much the why everything is done the way it is. In this 45 minute video, you'll be able to brief your employees on paver installation basics so they're ready to crush the day on site with you. 
TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get skills and training for you and your crew so you can excel as a professional hardscaper and grow your company. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Check out TheHardscapeAcademy.com. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Chapter one. Know your numbers. Number one, know your numbers. The popular and fun topics to discuss when building a successful business are typically sales, marketing, and operations. We will dive deep into those topics throughout this book, but first and foremost, I want to address what I believe to be the most important element in building a better business. In operating a profitable business, knowing your numbers is of the utmost importance. The bottom line is that in order to boost your bottom line, it is necessary to know your numbers. This trendy term is often mentioned amongst lawn and landscape industry leaders, but let's dive deeper into what it actually means to know our numbers. Number two, create a budget each month. You have to be intentional to get your numbers right and tight. The dreaded B word can be scary. For some people, when they hear the word budget, they feel restricted. Many folks want freedom and feel like a budget limits their ability to have fun. The truth of the matter, however, is that those who set a specific budget and then track their expenses feel in control of their finances. When you know precisely what is going on with your money, it brings about peace, calmness, and typically an abundance of information to guide wise decisions in the future. It is necessary to have a budget not only for our personal expenses, but for our business as well. Let's start with the personal budget. As a business consultant, I have been an advisor to many lawn care business owners. They come from all walks of life in various circumstances. One of the first things we examine in developing a master plan for their business is what salary they need to pay themselves. This number should not be pulled out of thin air, but rather well calculated based on what it actually takes to run their household. Of course, that number will fluctuate based on many variables such as marital status, the number of children, living expenses, debt, retirement goals, etc. Each month is different, but we research what the average month looks like and what are their annual household expenses. 
Knowing your numbers is not just pivotal in your business, but also in your personal money decisions. This is a skill that we should have been taught in high school, but unfortunately, many of us were not taught the basic techniques of how to budget and track our spending. It used to surprise me when I would consult with a new client that they did not have a specific budget for each month. Many were just winging it or would tell me their wife takes care of all of that. A specific budget for your personal finances each month will help you feel organized and in control, and that will ultimately help position you to be more poised, confident, and focused in leading your business. Once things are in order at home, it's now also important that there is a separate budget for the business. For my business budget, I simply use Google Sheets. I check this document daily, monitoring that the game plan is being executed properly. Each month, I create a new tab at the bottom of the spreadsheet so that each month has its own specific budget. In cell A1, I start with my fixed cost. I am able to copy and paste these in each month because they're the same amount each month, and I have these set up on auto ACH or debit. To track that each expense was paid on time, in column F, I simply fill in the date once each expense is paid. In a normal month, there are at least 20 fixed costs. Here is an example of what the first couple of rows look like in my business budget. Now, guys, I know this is uh, hard to maybe visualize, but we've got a spreadsheet here that has at least uh, five columns. The first uh, column, the headline, is fixed cost. That's column A. Column B is payable to. Column C is the amount. Column D, the due date. Payment type is column E, and there is a sixth column, which is paid date, or the date paid, column F. So under column A, for example, he has personal email. It's payable to Google G Suite. The amount that he fills in there in column C is $5.40. The due date, the second payment type is debit, and then the date he paid it on was 11-2. Next in the example in column A, we have QuickBooks. Payable to QB Online, the amount that he fills in in column C is $50, the due date the 4th, payment type, auto debit, and the date paid, 11-4. Of course, if you have purchased the physical book, you can follow along with the charts that Paul provides. Then underneath the fixed cost section, I have a variable cost section. I take the time before the first of each month to create a unique budget for the upcoming month. In the example below, you will see that I budgeted for the tag renewal and emissions for a work vehicle. This expense only happens once a year, but I planned for it ahead of the month of the expense. Now here we have four columns. Column one is variable cost. Column two, payable to. Column three, amount. Column four, the date paid. And in this example, in column A, he has tag renewal, payable to Forsyth County, the amount $20.60, and then the date paid, eleven nine. Next, going back to column one, variable cost, he has emissions, payable to Durka, the amount $25, the date paid, eleven ten. Depending on the month, the variable cost row can be extensive, but it's important to be ready and prepared to pay all the bills on time. Being alert and aware of what it costs to operate the business helps me to be focused on being diligent to keep the cash flow flowing. It's an automatic part of my morning routine to check the business's checking accounts each morning. 
As I do, I'm also updating and tracking the business budget to make sure that everything is happening according to the blueprint. By staying on top of this, there are typically no surprises. And although I use my custom-made Google Sheets to track the business budget, for my personal budget, I use the Dave Ramsey Every Dollar app to track my personal expenses. I typically spend about 15 minutes each morning syncing my personal expenses in the Every Dollar app, scanning through online business banking to make sure everything looks right, and also updating my business budget spreadsheet. I consider this daily maintenance. In addition to my daily effort to know my numbers, I have a first-class team that helps to add their expertise to ensure that I know my numbers and that the business has a healthy future. Number three, hire a good bookkeeper. One of the greatest regrets I have as a small business owner is that I waited too long to hire a reputable bookkeeper. For years in my effort to save money, I was the company's bookkeeper. I would go through my receipts, syncing everything to QB online. But the reality was this was not being a good steward of my time. This was the classic mistake of the owner working in the business when I could have been utilizing my time to work on the business. Eventually, I met an outstanding couple, Megan and Joey Coberly, and hired them to take care of the books. They are professionals who keep my business organized while saving me time. In addition to basic bookkeeping, once a month we do a profit meeting where they analyze the monthly financial reports, helping me discover what the business is telling me to focus on. The numbers tell a story, and by having quality professional bookkeepers, I am able to discern what exactly the story is. Then I can make the necessary adjustments to ensure the business is heading in the right direction. Having a quality, professional bookkeeper is imperative to keeping your business's finances organized and above board. Keith Kalfas says, you can't afford not to have a bookkeeper. Number four, hire a good accountant. When I was in high school, I was considering a career as an accountant. During my senior year, I actually worked for an accounting firm, good old 415 Group in Canton, Ohio. I would go to class in the morning, then spend afternoons working as an assistant to the president of the accounting firm. Although that job provided generous pay for a senior in high school, I quickly realized I needed to find a new career path because accounting was not for me. I realized staying up to date on current tax laws and penalties was not as interesting as staying up to date on the latest college football BCS rankings. Just like a bookkeeper can save you time, so can a good accountant. A qualified professional accountant will help you structure your business appropriately, reduce tax liability, prevent hefty tax penalties, and help you take advantage of tax deductions as well as keep you informed with the ever-changing tax laws. Having both a good bookkeeper and a good accountant on your team is critical. Number five, hire a good tax and financial planner. Do not worry, we will get to the fun topic soon, discussing what power equipment to buy and all the enjoyable aspects of building a business. But it's important that we establish how vital knowing our numbers is. In addition to having a reputable professional bookkeeper and accountant, it's also crucial to have a good financial planner on the team. Some financial services offer an all-in-one service to cover your bookkeeping, accounting, and tax financial planning needs. Many of those packages can be great and get the job done. I prefer to have multiple people on my team just to have a checks and balances approach and make sure I have a multitude of counselors. Whether you go a la carte or select an all-in-one, having a bookkeeper, accountant, and tax financial planner is paramount. 
A financial planner can help set you up for success with investing. This is an important part of the formula for knowing your numbers. As we mentioned at the beginning of the chapter, it's a big deal to get your numbers tight and right. As we sell jobs, we need to be accounting for not just the labor rate, job materials, overhead, but also the owner's salary and future goals. Having an understanding of the full overall financial picture will give us clarity and confidence to bid our work at a rate that will set us up for lasting success. Number six, stay current on quarterly taxes. With the help of a good bookkeeper, accountant, and tax planner, you should know with precision how much your tax bill is each quarter. This will help you to budget accurately to make sure the money is saved and available to pay those ever-important quarterly taxes on time. I understand that we may have readers in Australia, New Zealand, across Europe, Canada, and other areas. Your tax laws may differ quite a bit from ours here in the USA, but the common denominator is that we have to pay our taxes and plan accordingly so that they're paid in full and on time. Here in America, getting behind with federal or state taxes can be detrimental. The penalties and interest are high. This can cause stress and anxiety and be a big hindrance to success in business. Therefore, it is a serious matter to be intentional on the front end to make sure that we set aside money ahead of time so that we can pay our taxes on time. Here in the United States, the quarterly taxes typically follow this schedule. Payment period of January 1 through March the 31st, the due date, April 15th. The payment period of April 1st through May the 31st, the due date, June 15th. The payment period of June 1 through August 31st, the due date, September 15th. The payment period of September 1st through December 31st. The due date, January 15th of the following year. Again, trying to tackle all of this alone can be daunting. Get the right people on the bus by hiring a qualified, reputable, dependable, honest, professional bookkeeper, accountant, tax planner, and financial planner. This investment is part of building a good foundation so that our businesses can have lasting success. Number seven, get a financial accountability partner. When an animal is isolated, often the prey will pick it off and have its next meal. However, when animals stay in packs, they have a level of protection with each other, looking out for their neighbor. In business, it can be very beneficial to have a mentor who is willing to help keep an eye on your numbers and make sure that you are headed in the right direction. You may wonder, isn't a good bookkeeper, accountant, tax, and financial planner enough? Well, they certainly are a part of the winning formula. But personally, I only meet with my bookkeepers once a month, an accountant, tax planner, and financial planner once a quarter. It can also be very helpful to have another set of eyes scanning the numbers and making sure that we are on point. The larger companies in the industry have CFOs, chief financial officer, in case you didn't know that, and others on their teams who are continuously analyzing the numbers. Even though we may start with smaller revenues, it is a good habit to get into. Make sure there are multiple eyes analyzing the story that your numbers are telling. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Guys, that was chapter one. Know your numbers from the brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Thanks again to Mr. Producer for bringing his excellence in broadcasting to narrate this audiobook. It is 
14 chapters. So we just gave you a little sample. If you ever go to the mall, they have those little toothpicks with the, the little orange chicken, right? The little teriyaki chicken. And uh, you, you know, they give you a sample and you're sitting there, you're chewing on the sample. Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. And, and you go up there and you, you order your double, double meat, rice, vegetables. Um, some of y'all don't even go to the food court at the mall. You don't even know what I'm talking about. But that's what we wanted to do today is, is give you a little sample. And if uh, that was a blessing to you, uh, listening to Mr. Producer narrate, narrate. This is why he read it, right? <laughs> but listening to him narrate um, this book, then I want to encourage you to get the audio book and uh, listen to the entirety uh, of the book. It really is 101 Practical Tactics to Grow a Better Landscaping Business. And so uh, my first book was more of my story. Uh, the second book is more of some takeaways that I've noticed from other leaders in the industry like Andy Mulder and, and Brian Fullerton that I've done as I've um, interviewed them and got to know them over the years. And there's been a demand and there's been a desire in my heart to write a book that's just like point one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, And I went all the way up to 101 of just these proven ways that, that's going to make a business more efficient and ultimately make more money. And so um, just basically a, a com combination of what I've learned hosting this podcast and uh, through the school of experience. So I think it will add a lot of value to your life. And I would encourage you um, to listen to the entire book. And that's available exclusively on Audible. So you can listen over there on Audible. And uh, if you want to try it out uh, for free, um, I believe they'll actually give you a credit to get my book for free uh, if you don't already have Audible, if you click on the link in today's show notes. So um, if you're not on Audible yet, click on the link in the, today's show notes, and I think you're going to get to listen to my book for free. And then if you guys are already in the Audible system, uh, you already know the deal. You get your one credit each month, and uh, you can just use that credit and um, get access to 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency make more money in lawn care. Thanks for listening, guys. And I hope to catch you on tomorrow's podcast, Dr. Frank Holloman coming on over. So he'll be uh, live in studio and uh, we're going to chat marketing tomorrow with Dr. Frank. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.